one of the discoveries we have have come to know by the help of God is to understand that the greatest investment of God in our lives is to have given us His Spirit. And so it's one of the things that we must cherish at all times for God to allow the Spirit to be deposited in us. Because without the Spirit of God, we can never assess God, no matter what. What helps us to assess God is the Spirit that is in our hearts. That is what makes us compatible with divinity. So that when we engage that Spirit in our hearts, we are able to strike chord with the heart of God. So he puts his spirit in us. We become carriers of his spirit. Paul now testifies and says, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You know, because of the way we are blessed as Christians, we don't even know the amount of the weight of that blessing. Because we've been trained from this side of life to just believe things we can see, things we can touch, things we can you know, perceive with the senses. So we rate things on that side more value than the things of the Spirit. And the impact of that kind of understanding is so heavy on us negatively. It weighs us down. And the Lord basically says that whatever you don't value will never bless you. It is what you value in the Spirit that blesses you. That's why acknowledgement and thanksgiving is the greatest way to assessing the things of the Spirit. Why are many Christians weak? Why are many Christians brutalized? It's because their understanding of the deposit of God's Spirit in their heart is so poor. On account of that, their language every day does not in any way acknowledge the indwelling presence of that gift of God and they are not even you know, thanking God for it. Because they don't feel it. Because they don't see it. But it's there. You don't need to feel the petrol in the ground. You don't need to feel the gold in the ground. Let me even come closer. You don't need to feel the weight of your money in your bank account. Do you feel it? All you just need is what? Figures. <laughs> As the zeros increase, you are happier. As the zeros are decreasing, you say, no, 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 no. You don't feel it. What you just see is the figures. Likewise, too, when it comes to the things of God, you don't need to feel it. It's what is written. That's why Paul now says in the first reading, brethren, if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Keeping this commandment, doing this one, Trying to please God is no longer an issue. You have moved to the higher realm. Those who are still bound by commandments are nephews. People are seeing the flesh. That is it. And he mentioned those who are in the flesh. Immorality. Impurity. Licentiousness. Sorcery. Enemity. Strife. 
tension, unnecessary tension, intolerance, jealousy. You know, anger. This is one that is one that is so common. Selfishness, party spirit. We belong to this group. Let us work against this group. We have that so much in the church. Drunkenness. You are so addicted to alcohol. And not only that you are addicted to it, but you keep drinking it until it gives you demonstrate some level of shame in your life. Crowsing and the lack of them. So when we don't acknowledge the spirit and live by the principles and the morality and the ethics of that spirit, then the devil will come and invest in your body because the body is a playground. Your body is a playground. If you don't keep it busy with the spirit of God, the devil will engage it for his own good too. But it starts with, first of all, acknowledge and live by that spirit. Every day, your word before God is not how much you prayed. Your word before God is not how much you have folded your hand this way. Your word is not how much you are committed to church. Your word is by what? The spirit he has put in you. By what? <laughs> That's your word. And your word starts increasing to the degree to which you allow that spirit to lead your life. They still tell you today, don't go right, go left, you obey. They still tell you today, do this, you do. That's the, the realms of grace which you are expected to live by every day. And many times when that spirit is leading you that way, it may not lead you to things that your body likes. That's the point. Sometimes the spirit will even challenge your personality. This you are known for, you know. This is me. Everybody knows you about it. And, you know, it is what you have built for yourself. The spirit will fight it. Because it has become an idol in your heart. He still wants to have his free way. It is those who are possessed of the spirit that the spirit can vitalize their body. Can give their body that inoculation of immortality. Allow him to rule your body. He will chase away sickness. He will chase away tension. He will chase away depression. He will vitalize you. But when you don't want to rule you, and you're not ruling yourself, then the devil can come and do business with your body. If Jesus chased, the te- chased the, those doing business in the temple, why would they speak, you know, chase forces that are trying to use your body for business? So we must yield to that spirit. Every day he's demanding that he become the Lord of your life. And he won't force you. You are the one to freely submit yourself daily. You may submit yesterday and it was wonderful. Today, you will submit again becoming arrogant. So it's a daily submission. I was sharing with the children yesterday, you know, at evening mass. And I told them that the spirit wants to take over. That if they yield to the spirit, the spirit will destroy death, to destroy the hunger for sin, to destroy darkness. That we must day by the Easter will come. That like when they wake up in the morning, their first greeting should be first to the Holy Spirit. They will need their need bed and say, Holy Spirit, take over my life. That should be their first word. The first word that should come out from my mouth is not, Mommy, give me meat. Or Mommy, give me chingum. Or Mommy, give me water. No, that should be the first one. Then after that, you can greet Mommy and greet Daddy. You are greeting Mommy and Daddy with a tongue that is blessed by the Holy Spirit. 
I know we come from money mass every morning. But when you woke up, what was the first sacrifice of the world that came out of your mouth? Where did it go to? Maybe first call. You call somebody. <laughs> or you say, ah, are you still there? Your, the first word that should come out of your mouth every morning should be a sacrifice to the Lord and King of your life. Holy Spirit, thank you for this day. Leave me by your power. Leave the rest. You have submitted yourself. We pray that we gain wisdom of heart day by day. And we gain wisdom of heart. In the midst of all the confusion that we are in this world, we will gain the wisdom of heart. Far above the wisdom of this head. Because when the wisdom of heart begins to preach in your heart, discernment becomes sharp. You can perceive things faster. You want your head cannot give you, your heart will tell you. May God bless his words now. Hands to Christ.